Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 80 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrine Bant. I am back from my little spontaneous break in July. And before we dive into this week's topic, I want to just give a little update on where I'm at and what I'm up to right now. As you have probably heard in the past couple of episodes, I've been going a bit back and forth with what the heck I'm doing and where I'm going, etc, etc, etc. And this has been an ongoing journey for the past couple of months, if not longer. <laughs> and as a result of all of these unanswered questions in my mind, I decided to create my own 100-day challenge. And the purpose of that challenge is to try to figure out who am I? And what am I doing? And where do I want to go? Basically, I decided to use my coaching knowledge and my brain power for myself. For once, not just focus on helping other people. While recording this episode, I'm currently on day 27 out of 100. And what I've realized through journaling, exploration, challenging myself, and taking some time off, is that I don't really want to change anything with my coaching business. I love coaching Grumpy Girlfriends. I love my Grumpy Girlfriend podcast. I want to help you guys enjoy your good relationships and feel more empowered in your day-to-day -day lives. This whole 360 spin that I've done where I've explored new and different things that I could be doing has been very necessary, but I did kind of end up in the same place where I started. So with all of that said, I wanted to just let you know that I'm here to stay and we're going to keep going and I will keep helping you. And if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you will be able to do that going forth. And if you want to follow along on my 100-day journey, you can do that at 100katrin, which is 100katrin on Instagram. That's where I track all of my progress and share my thoughts along the way. It's not really a coaching account. I'm not really there to teach you anything. I'm just exploring and sharing my own journey, and you get to come along for that ride. So, we're back. We are ready to go. Bring on the final quarter of 2022. In today's podcast episode, we are going to talk about blaming your partner and your relationship for having a boring, unfulfilling life. This is a common problem that I see in a lot of grumpy girlfriends, and a lot in myself, where your partner's social life, life in general, friends, hobbies, etc., become like an unflattering mirror, showing you where your own life is kind of lacking. And instead of having the courage to look into that mirror and accept that your life isn't everything you want it to be, you get grumpy and resentful towards your partner for actually having a fulfilling life, and you think they should spend more time with you instead. 
I used to be very frustrated and annoyed and grumpy about my partner spending time with his friends or playing sports or just having a satisfying social life and life in general. I would constantly think that he shouldn't be doing that. He should be spending time with me instead. The fact that I was feeling bored, lonely, and unfulfilled must be his fault because he has such a flourishing social life. This is obviously a sign of a very unhealthy relationship. When in reality, it was actually a major sign of emotional childhood on my part. I was feeling unhappy and unfulfilled, and I blamed that on my partner. If you think you might be guilty of this, you can always check in with yourself by asking, if I had hobbies that I loved, friends to hang out with, and a job that felt exciting and fulfilling, would this still be a problem? Very often, the answer is no. It's not the amount of time that we spend with our partners that is the real problem here. And therefore, that's not where we should tackle the problem. It's what we do with the rest of our time that is. In a way, this can both be very uncomfortable to acknowledge and accept, but also kind of a relief. A relief because it takes the pressure off of the relationship and stops making your partner a problem. But uncomfortable because, well, damn. <laughs> now you actually have to face your boring life and do something about it. For me personally, it has always been a friend issue. The thoughts of... My partner never wants to spend time with me and do the things that I want to do. Always come up in periods of my life where I don't really have any close friends to hang out with in real life. I have always had online friends that I'm very grateful for, but the IRL aspect of actually spending time together and going out for lunch or dinner or a glass of wine or working out together or going to events together, well, that has been way more challenging. And whenever I start getting resentful towards my partner spending time with his friends, well, I now see that as a sign to start working on my own friendships again. For you, it might be work-related. You're in a job you don't really like, or you're playing small and holding yourself back because you're scared of going after your dream. Or it might be hobby-related, where you have just stopped pursuing your own interests because you're constantly exhausted from being so grumpy, jealous, and insecure in your relationship. Or perhaps your family situation, your family relationships are unsatisfying, and therefore your partner's relationships with their family becomes a mirror that you would rather avoid and then just think, my partner spends too much time with their family. They should spend time with me instead. The bottom line here is stop blaming and giving responsibility to your partner for fixing 
your boring life for you. It's never a relationship's job to fulfill you or make your entire life exciting and satisfying. Your relationship is a one part of your life. You still need to work on and take responsibility for all of the other parts that you want to incorporate into it. Another example from my own life and relationship was back in the day when I worked as a YouTuber and influencer and my income was very unstable, we can call it. Whenever my partner would make or spend money, I would get kind of upset with that. Not because there was anything wrong with him spending money or making money. It just became a very uncomfortable mirror that I would rather not look into. And instead of acknowledging that I was unhappy with my own finances, I would just turn my focus to everything that he was doing wrong. And I was like, stop spending money. Stop doing it. It's not cool. It's stupid. It's bad. (laughs) Whatever else I came up with. So that I wouldn't have to acknowledge that, hey, I'm actually unsatisfied with my own income. You can always check in with yourself by asking If I had this thing that I want, be it a hobby, friends, just a social life, or the finances you want, would my partner doing XYZ still be a problem for me? If the answer is yes, then you know it's not really about you being unfulfilled or bored, and it's something to actually work on in the relationship. But if the answer is no that this imagined relationship problem would actually disappear if you were happier in your own life, then you need to shift your focus and start working on that aspect instead. So, you've just realized that you're bored and unfulfilled in your life. Now what? Well, it's time to do something about it, obviously. I think most of the time, we know what parts are lacking. For me, as I mentioned, it's usually about social life and friendships. Or my finances, but that hasn't really been a problem since I switched my careers. If you don't quite know what area of your life is lacking, you can do what is called the life wheel assessment. In this exercise, you can either draw a circle, that's why it's called a life wheel, and then split it into eight different parts, or you can just list the categories and fill it out that way, whichever is obviously fine. If you Google wheel of life assessment, you'll get loads of examples of what they can look like. The most common categories of the life wheel are the following, but you can swap them out as you please. Personal development, relationships and romance, family and friends, health, finances, business career, contribution to society, and fun and recreation. Then you want to go through each of these categories, and on a scale from 1 to 10... You should rate how satisfied you are with each of them. Once you have all your ratings in place, you can do another step where you go through all of them and ask the following two questions. Why is it not a zero? 
and what would make it a 10. This will show you what you currently have that you are satisfied with, which is why it's not a zero, so you kind of list the things that you are satisfied with. And it'll also show you the changes that you want to make and what you think would add more value and satisfaction to your life. Then you pick one or two of them and you get to work. The what would make it a 10 question shows you what you need to change in order to improve the rating in that area. Sure, you might not know how right now, and you might not know if this one thing will work or not, but that's irrelevant. You literally just need to go out there and try stuff until you find something that does work. Want more friends? Well, find someone you're curious about and invite them for coffee or lunch. Want a hobby? Sign up for a beginner's course or pick up an old hobby that you used to love. Want to change careers? Great! Explore what you would like to do instead and see what you need to do to make that change. Want to save up money for something? Perfect. Look over your budget, make a plan, and start saving. But whatever you do, stop blaming your relationship and your partner for not having the life that you want. Unless your partner is literally stopping you from having friends, saving money, enjoying free time and hobbies, or changing careers, you cannot blame them for where you're at. If they are stopping you from doing any of these things, that's of course not okay and you should reconsider the relationship that you are in. But for most grumpy girlfriends, their partners aren't stopping them from anything. They're just out there living their best lives and making sure they feel fulfilled. It's time that you do the same. Most of us have a bad habit of selecting one area in our lives and then blaming everything on that. For some, it's their economy. For some, it's their past and their childhood. For others, it's their relationship. And I think a lot of grumpy girlfriends put a lot of emphasis on the relationship being the problem because it's the relationship that triggers all of these negative thoughts and uncomfortable feelings in the first place. Partner is texting someone? Jealousy and insecurity. Partner enjoys time with friends? Resentment and loneliness. Partner has a higher income? Shame and worthlessness. When the reality is that If you were the woman that you wanted to be, if you loved and supported yourself and you felt capable of creating the life that you want for yourself, including amazing friends, hobbies, a purpose that you're passionate about, well, then all of a sudden your partner's friends, income, career, habits, hobbies wouldn't be such a threat to you. If you feel unhappy with your life and you're noticing that your partner gets to take a lot of shit for it in your relationship, why don't we fix that together? My eight-week coaching program is not only about solving your grumpiness within the relationship itself. We can also work on making changes in your life as a whole 
that will take pressure off of your relationship and stop making your partner responsible for all of your happiness and fulfillment. Go to katrinband.com forward slash girlfriend to schedule your free consultation today and we will discuss the changes that you want to make. I will see you back here for a new episode next week. Bye-bye.